Welcome back to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast. My name is Nick Benson, and as always, joined by my brother, Justin Moss. Hi, Nicholas. What's up, Justin? How you doing? I'm good. How you doing? Just happy that you're here. I'm happy to be here and excited for another episode, another week. That sounded really fake. No, oh, come on. You always say that. You always try to call me out. I'm not trying to call I was, you out. That was I'm just, you know, completely genuine. I'm just... Check your heart. You need to wake up still. <laughs> Give me some more coffee. We need some more coffee. Yeah, no doubt. And more Jesus. Amen. Coffee Amen to in that. Jesus. Ooh. Um, that is not the topic, but that'd be fun. Um, but we. It's a way of life. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not a topic. <laughs> it's a topic every day, especially in the morning. Um, speaking of that, uh, speaking of topic, we are um, on episode, I believe, 125, and here to talk about Jesus is coming. Which is a topic that you you brought up, and I feel like that should be something that's on our uh, forefront um, every single day to be ready uh, because he is coming. Uh, it's an imminent return, so meaning it's a guarantee, meaning it's uh, definitely going to happen. It's a matter of when at this point. Um, every day is is one step closer to that. Um, so kicking it off to you since I open it, so I'm going to toss it to you and let you kind of break this. Uh, break the ice on this topic, but what did? Uh, why did you? Why did you want to talk about this? Because we all need Jesus. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> we all, we all for need sure. Jesus. <laughs> we all need Jesus. Uh, obviously, you and I believe that He is coming back. Um, but it was on my heart to talk about. You know, do we do we act like it? Mm. Do we act like Jesus is is coming back? Um, and even as I. Even as I thought about the topic it, itself, really just knowing that, you know, we all, we all need Jesus. You know, I always, I always, you know, like joke around about it, but, and, you know, some, somewhat serious about it too. Mm, you're right. Um, but our, our, our decisions, our actions, our approaches to things, are they pointing people to Jesus or are they not? Because regardless of whether you believe or not, whether you <clears throat> recognize it or not, like Jesus, he is coming back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's always like, you know, uh, uh, an interesting topic when people say, what do you want to be found doing when Jesus comes back? Mm-hmm. What, what, what would you prefer to be doing? That's cool, but, you know, it clearly says in Scripture, you don't know the time of his return. Mm-hmm. It is not even Jesus is to know, it's the Father is what he says. Mm-hmm. So... Because of that, we should be acting every day, every moment, every second, as if he's coming back. Right. And this sounds cool, right? Saying it on this podcast, right? But but you know, <laughs> Nick and I are, are 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 humans just like everybody else here, right? And we have this same flesh uh, that wars against the spirit. But you know, are we are we trying our best? Are we doing these things? Are we trying to be witnesses and ministers of the gospel? Are we taking the Great Commission seriously? Uh, and you know, if, if anybody were to follow us, would they would they find Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, we we try to live our lives that way. We try, right? Uh, but one one uh, one of the, the the scriptures that came to me uh, as I was thinking about this was the ascension that is recorded uh, in Acts chapter one, mm-hmm. um, verses just verses nine and eleven, because of because of how well. It's 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 recorded in such a, a short area, but really, what 
what, what the challenge is to the men, right? Because, you know, they were standing there and they saw Jesus taken up, but then they're challenged. Like, the, you know, what are you doing? What are you doing standing here looking at heaven? Mm-hmm. Like, he's coming back. That's, that's what is recorded. The intent is get back to work. <laughs> yeah. Serious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. The intent is get back, get back to work. So I'll read it. Acts chapter 1, uh, verses 9 through 11. It says, Now when he had spoken these things, while they watched, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, who also said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? That's a question. This same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. So these angels are telling them, like, what are you looking at? He's coming back. Mm. And, you know, when you, on the surface, when you look at this, you can, you can say, yeah, absolutely. But there's like a twofold thing, right? Jesus completed his ministry here on earth. He went to go be with the Father and take his seat at the right hand of the Father. But he also gave us everything we need to be who we are called to be in the time that we're in so that we would have that great commission, that we would go and tell people about Jesus. We would live lives that would lead them to Jesus. So when we talk about, you know, Jesus is coming, like that's a, that's a, that's a current statement with a perpetual implication until time is truly ended right Mm -hmm. and with that when he comes back it's not going to be the same jesus that we read about here Mm -hmm. we're going to see the judgment side of god right which if if anybody reads anything in the old testament or goes to revelation like you want no part of it right you want no like no part of of that that. (laughs) you want you want out of that (laughs) yeah you want you want out of that But again, as I, as I, as I, you know, prayed about this and thought about this, I, I, this, this portion of scripture came to mind Um, because Jesus is coming, but like, what are we doing about it? Right. And it's cool too. Like even as you're reading, even um, reading the verses right before it, right? Like six um, through eight, the, the disciples are asking like, you know, has the time come for you to restore the kingdom? And so they're still thinking in that fleshly human manner. And, and, uh, Jesus literally says the father alone has the authority to set those dates and times and they are not for you to know. And then goes on to say, but you will receive power from the Holy spirit and promises the Holy spirit. And then goes on to where you just read about him ascending and then them asking, Hey, what are you guys doing about what are you still here for? You know, why, why are you just looking around? Um, and that's unfortunately a lot of, a lot of Christians that actually believe in the rapture. I think they get caught up in, in that, like almost stargazing, like almost staring up too long or for too long and, and, and losing sight of the purpose that the Lord gave him here on, on the earth. Because if we're still breathing and we still have the ability to serve him, uh, shame on us if we're just standing around waiting for his return. Because that's, that's the, the, you know, the servant that had the talents that did nothing, that just buried it. You know, they, right. he, he, he's giving you a talent. He's giving you a gift 
or multiple for some people to be used for his his glory for his purpose and he's got you here for a reason not just to stand around and wait and be like oh lord's got it you know that's something that's kind of been it's even it's cool that this the holy spirit led you to these verses because a lot of the things i've been listening to and and things that have been on my heart lately for probably the last two weeks has been exactly that like is yes god's in control yes the results and everything at the finish all belong to God, but he still has us here for a battle in a sense, you know, and we're here for, you know, me personally, I'm here to battle for, you know, my personal walk, obviously, because that's a daily battle. We got to put on the armor of God. But then also on top of that, I have to battle for my wife. I have to battle for my kids. I have to battle for friends and family and et cetera, you know, et cetera, extended family. So there's, there's a constant, war going on and if i just sit around and say well god's got it he's in control he's sovereign and just be lazy that's not that's not being content with the lord's doing because if you're content with what the lord's doing you know that there's something you're supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. and us just looking up saying god's coming any day now which is true it's not a false statement but there is something for us to do about it and you bringing up this topic, I, I couldn't help but think the last time we were we were away, we went you know on like a little retreat, um, and um, you were actually getting ready to do a devotion, and the windows and doors were open. The wind was kind of blowing the you know the everything kind of blowing um, all over the place, and your Bible was flipping around, and then it landed on a page, which just happens to be the last you know it's not the last page in the bible you know there's like you know the concordance everything maps sometimes things after us but it landed on revelation 22 and all i can see on yours if you look at yours yours is titled mine is not but on verse 20 it just says he who is the faithful witness to all these things say yes i am coming soon amen come lord jesus yours is labeled at the top right right yeah i can't see it over there but what is it labeled it says i am coming quickly (laughs) so You know, Jesus is coming, and I and I couldn't help but think of that at that moment because we were up on a mountain. I see, you know, I'm I'm coming, you know, and it's a, that's that's red letters, in, you know, and this verse twenty says, "Yes, I am coming soon." So Jesus is promised. So it's not only, you know, a threat to the unbeliever, like you said, as as far as God's judgment, but it's also a promise to us believers that. If we are not to expire on this earth before he comes back, we're going to be caught up with him because there's other verses in the Bible that have those promises telling us that we will be raptured up and taken away from God's wrath, God's judgment, safe from that, out of it, like we said earlier. So for me, at that moment, I was like, okay, he's telling me he is coming. His, he's right around the corner, maybe even at the door, maybe hand even on the doorknob at this point, like he's ready to come back. But what am I doing about it? Yeah, amen. I did. I didn't even pay attention to where, where it flipped. I know maybe we were worshiping. Yeah, it was. Yeah, your hands weren't on your Bible, no, but it was open. No, and, and I know I was. We had, we had to be worshiping or praying because I did. I did hear it, and I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, kind of to your to your right, almost like yeah. this, and that's where it landed. And uh-huh. I was like, ooh. And I was like, yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, We're out, about man. to go down this mountain. And I'm, uh-huh. I'm fighting. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm uh-huh. fighting for everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus has called us for this. He's called me for this moment. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm, you know, I don't want to take that for granted. And I don't want to, 
you know, one failed my father, but at the same time, don't want to fail my, my, you know, the things I've been given to Stuart. Like I've been asked by God to manage his daughter and to manage his kids, you know, and that, like that alone is, is enough, enough, uh, responsibility, um, to walk through life alone on that, not to mention anything else you put on top of things with, with right. serving and working and et cetera. Right. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, that's cool. Um, in the New King James, it says, he who testifies to these things says, and this is Jesus speaking, surely I'm coming quickly. And then John records, amen, even so come Lord Jesus. <laughs> and then it finishes with the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. So of all the ways that John can conclude, you know, that book he wrote grace like that's pretty much what we're living on right now right grace and mercy mm. is, is are those things that are just preventing us from the wrath and the hell that we so righteously deserve mm. For real. so that and that and that word quicken always you know i, I, I like that word quicken like right. quicken quicken your heart quicken your mind quicken your spirit um, Clicking your feet on Wednesdays to Dairy Queen. Just you know, sometimes you got to be on the move, Nick. People are people are in the way. They're trying to slow up progress. You always move fast. It's not just Wednesdays. You quick. Sure that I try. <laughs> you I quick. Just keep going. Yeah. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just sli I'm gonna slide into I'm gonna slide into heaven, smoking on fire, like just worn out. But you know, not from sin, just from moving so fast. Yeah, just from moving so fast. I'm gonna show up and be like, Lord, I I I think I did as much as I could. I know I'm wrong, but I think I did. <laughs> hey, amen. We just got to try. Amen. All right. Um, so the second, I got to go back to Acts real quick. The second part that I wanted to um, to talk about in Acts, part of the the um, the activity of not just not just standing there, um, is is the challenge because these two men, you know, they're their home is not here either, mm -hmm. right? But they were there to, to give one message. They, they were truly there to give one message. So as, as us, as, as Christian men, knowing that Jesus ascended, knowing that he's coming back in like manner, like what actions should we be doing? And sometimes those, these, these are like calls or cries to service, like, you know, to, to, to step up and serve. Sometimes they're to be witnesses, Sometimes they're just to pray, right? Everybody has like something they can be doing. To your point, like we're here and we have breath in our lungs because God has a calling for us. He has a little bit more for us to do. Mm -hmm. And if we wake up, you know, Lord willing tomorrow, he's got a little bit more for us to do. Right. And each day, you know, by the grace of God that's giving to us, we, we should be trying to, to, to honor him. It, it no doubt, it no doubt is hard because we're challenged, right? We're hard pressed on both sides, right? Mm -hmm. You know, we're 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 stuck between this fleshly world and a heavenly home. So we have to kind of navigate so that we don't we don't compromise our witness, our walk, so that other people will be able to see in this you know dark and foggy and murky world that people are trying to make dark darker, foggier, and mm -hmm. murkier um, that we are witnesses. I had a I had an experience recently that you know I was I was with uh, um, a group of kids and um, you know they were 
they were talking about like what you know they, their phones are going to get taken away their phones are going to get taken away for a period of time and you know because of that they were like up in arms they're like what am i gonna do what am i what am i this that's so long like I, like it's an hour long ride and they're like they don't know what they're gonna do right mm-hmm. they're kind of like upset um because they're said i'm, I'm gonna be bored like they need this they need this device mm-hmm. to validate their existence mm-hmm. right and um like they they kind of murmured and mumbled a little bit and then <laughs> And then I just, that I, I spoke up and, I, and they're like, well, what are we going to do for an hour? I said, we could pray. <laughs> and then they just looked at me. <laughs> they were like, for an hour? I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but no joke. Like they, like the look on their face was like, what? <laughs> but, you know, like those types of challenges are, are how we should be looking at things. Because the world is telling us, and this is just an example of this, that we need to be entertained 24-7. Our attention has to be had by something, and we are just consuming so much at such a fast rate that it has diluted our ability to retain things. But it has also you know, kept us busy long enough to maybe lose our course. And maybe, you know, maybe not be able to, um, to see clearly what we're called to do. So, mm. like, we're literally standing there, and we're just watching. We're like, wow, mm-hmm. that is so cool. Mm-hmm. Instead of, like, wait a second. Like, we just got the Holy Spirit. Jesus told us he's coming back. Mm. Like, we got work to do. Right. I got to go tell my family. Right. I got to go tell my friends. You know, so that's, that's what I, that's the other part of it. Like, we... We have, to, we have to be mindful of the, the world that we're in, the environment we're in, but also that today's a gift. We're equipped. What are we going to do? Mm. You just made me think of a, kind of an example with that because I like, I like sports. So, so, so a sports analogy uh, would be ball watching, right? You know, so like uh, for soccer or basketball where it's like a team sport and the ball's moving from, from player to player, you can get caught up in the moment where you start watching the ball, like offensively or defensively. You know, like, you know, I, I'm a Michael Jordan fan. Uh, yeah, I know you disagree Ooh. with him being the best pl- basketball player ever. He's not. He is. Um, not. But if I was on the court against him to play against him, that's what you I would. would beat him because <laughs> he's that bad. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I would, <laughs> I, would, I would end up ball watching because the way he's dribbling, the way he moves, I would end up getting fixated on – on watching the person and what they're doing rather than being a part of the game. And I feel like I've, I've fallen victim of that where you can be caught in that circumstance watching what's going on rather than being proactive and doing something about it. And by the time you react, it's usually like too late. So in sports, you know, so if you're on defense and you get caught watching the ball and your defense or your offensive guy that you're supposed to be guarding runs by you, gets the pass to him, and then he scores, ultimately you're like, oh, man, I was totally ball watching because I was distracted, whatever. And that's, you know, that's a picture that I got when you're even discussing this because we're, we can be caught looking towards something that ultimately isn't where the focus is supposed to be. Yes, focus on Jesus, but what does he have you to do? Yeah, I like that analogy because, you know, and specifically in basketball, if you've ever played like organized basketball, like coaches, 
will not let you ball watch. Right. Because there's a play to be run, and you have a part in that play. Right. Every single person. Every single person has a part in that play. And, you know, basketball, along with, um, along with soccer and then a little bit of football, uh, rugby, rugby has this too. But there's specific sports where spacing mm. is, is very important. Yeah. Because you, you want to you be in the right space, but you want to create enough space so that the plays and the people with the ball mm. can make the move or that you can avail yourself to be open. Like you have to be somewhat active, right? You can't, right. For, you know, to use your term, you know, ball watch. So I, 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 I like that analogy because, I, you know, going back to like, you know, when, 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 when the coaches would, would, would have the plays run, you know, one of, one of, you know, my high school coach was always like, hey, look, you have to be screening. Like, you just have to be on the move screening. Well, the point of screening, get this, the point of screening is to release your teammate to be free so he could get open. Right. Right. It's to stop the person that's defending him and free that person up. I mean, that's pretty much what we're trying to do with the gospel message is we're trying to screen for them to free them up so that they can see that they need Jesus. Right. Right. Instead of <laughs> right. If we're ball watching, they never they never get free. Somebody else will have to go set that screen and free. Them. And I don't know about you or anybody else. Right. But I want to be I want to be screening. Right. I want right. to be setting those screens. Um, the other part uh, and, and, and less important, way less important, is that the reason you ball watch Michael Jordan is because he's not going to pass, <laughs> which makes him <laughs> which makes him you, you like, still score, though. Yeah. <laughs> Not, not, not Nine time. times out of ten. And secondly, <laughs> Two, three and more beats. importantly, is that I think I'm at the point where I could beat Jordan at basketball. <laughs> Your son, Jordan? Oh, no, no, no. Mike, Michael Jordan. <laughs> oh, Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah maybe Mike. now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's like I eight, think I'm at that point. 75 or something. How old is he? Uh, I was thinking maybe 60s, <laughs> yeah. 50s, he's 60s. He's definitely on his old. He's not playing like he used to. No, no, He'll no. He'll probably beat you in golf, though. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. While smoking a cigar. <laughs> Multitask. I'm multitasking, no problem, right? While designing his next shoe, all, all of that. Wanted to go back to the screening thing real quick before we move on because um, Marco just did that. Um, you know, we we make the joke of Marco. It's not a joke, but it's the truth yeah. of him being spirit led, right? Yeah. And like, uh, and if he says something, it's like we should we we should go that way because you know he's spirit led. And uh, and we believe that because, like I said, we have a good relationship with him, and we truly believe he's 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 got a lot of wisdom. He's he's been walking with the Lord for for a few years, so he he knows he knows what's up. And he mistakenly replied to a text message yesterday. I was asking for prayer, and his response just said, "Good <laughs> good good news," which it's just one of the the blank you can click it and uh, respond. So it was like right. an, uh, you know, and he responded right away like, "Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to send that." But I was like, you know what? Actually, that was not a mistake because it was the Lord telling me to stay focused on the good news rather than whatever news I was sharing him to him, asking him to pray for. Because we can get caught up not watching, not focused on what we should be doing. So we need to get screened sometimes. We need that. We need that. That. Um, injection by someone or something, and the Lord will use anybody and. He used Marco's, you know, quote unquote mistake. And I was, I texted him right back and I just said, thank you. Like that was not a mistake like that. That was just me needing to hear someone tell me, Hey, refocus. Yeah. So thank Stop. you, Marco. Yeah. 
Amen. Love you, bro. Stop ball watching. Nick. Yeah, I was ball watching you at the moment. You were ball watching, Nick. You're like, ooh. Yeah. Michael Jordan. Ooh. <laughs> it's better than magic. He is not. <laughs> Just, you know what? I think we could do, I think we could do polls now on the platform. No way. Yeah. That'd be yeah, I'll try it. A little vote, actually. Yeah, a little vote. Just, you know, vote your conscience, okay? Don't vote. Oh, wow. I'm just saying. <laughs> if you were to play basketball and you had to pick between Magic Johnson on your team or Michael Jordan, oh my who would you want at what? Of course, Michael Jordan. Come on. No, you wouldn't. You would, you would just be ball watching. You don't even but need to set win. screens. We would win. Michael Jordan's that guy that you would go up and be like, I'm going to scream for you. And he'd just wave you off like, no, 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 man. Just, just make room. Just make room. Make Get room. out of the way. I Do so. me a favor. Actually, go on the other side of the court because you are truly in the way of yeah. me right now. Yeah, he's yeah. like, you, You've heard of the triangle offense? You two out the way, just me at the top. Yeah, there was no triangle. That was all smoke and mirrors. It was like, Hey, guys, we have an offense. It looks like a triangle. Like, Get out of the way. Now. Now. I dunk on you. Fade away. Haters going to hate. I mean, the truth is the truth, though, right? Let's get back to the truth. Yeah. Because you're Magic hating. Johnson. Because you're hating right now. <laughs> all right um the, the 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 second and last scripture that i had was um luke chapter 21 uh, verses 25 through 28 because uh, it talks about the coming the coming of the son of man and this is this is this is jesus jesus speaking um but he really he really starts walking walking people through him coming back, but also like there's several things that he goes through. And we obviously don't have time to go through all of them. But he talks about there's signs that are going to be of the age. There's signs that are coming that are going to tell you like, hey, things are getting close. If I were to read these through right now, you know, everybody would be buckling up their seatbelt. <laughs> it's about to go down, right? Because all these are happening. Um, but also how, how Jerusalem will get torn down and a new Jerusalem will get built. And then he talks about the coming, his actual coming, and then he goes into um, some parables as well. Um, but here in Luke chapter 21, verse 25, it says, and there will be signs in the sun, in the moon, and in the stars, and on the earth, the stress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, man's hearts failing them from fear, and the expectation of those which are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven will be shaken, then they will see the Son of the Man coming on a cloud with power and with great glory. Now, when these things begin to happen, look up, lift up your heads, because your redemption draws near. So Jesus is telling everybody, right, that Luke recorded here, to be prepared, be on the ready, but only then do you need to like look up, mm -hmm. right? Until then, you, you should be at work. Mm. But the only way you would notice these things are happening is if you're at work doing your ministry in the world. Right. Where we can see it, we could sit on our couch and watch the news and be fed what's happening, or we could go out there and experience. The world right now, like there's, there's, there's so many people that are, that are hurting, that are lost, that the enemy is just like tossing them around in their emotions and like really stirring them up to where like if, you, if we were to separate ourselves from the emotions of life and the world and 
and ourselves and then look at things on a grander scale and then start just kind of listing out like what is taking place. Some of like some bills that are being passed, some bills that are being put forward to be passed. If you look at, you know, how people are being treated, how people, people's identity, whether they believe it or not, is actually being stripped from them. Like they're being stripped of their identity. Mm. Like these things don't happen unless there's something else. Like this is, these are distractions on a major scale so that people aren't equipped and ready because their redemption is drawing them. So it's not an identity crisis, it's an identity theft. Yeah, it's a little bit of both, right? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. people are struggling, but it's because it's getting stolen by the yeah. by what they're being fed. Because I feel like what you just said about the social, you know, being fed through the social media, through the news, rather than experiencing yourself, where experience, you're going to experience different than what the media is portraying. I feel like how the media portrays everything is completely different than what is happening in real life. And I feel, and when I got rid of social media, that's when my, that's when that those scales kind of were opened even for myself. Like those were removed from my eyes because I started to be able to differentiate what's real and what's a highlight where a lot of media is just highlighting things and they could be like kind of glamorizing something that's happening in the middle of the country that would never even happen over here. But everyone in the whole country blows up over. So it's, you know, I was, and so I was like, man, this is, this is more divisive. This is more distracting. This is not good for me. So I needed to, and everyone's different obviously, but for me, I was like, man, I'm getting fed lies. I'm getting fed a bunch of, you know, fluff and smoke and mirrors. Like you even said earlier that, that I don't, I don't, I feel like that's wasting time. So I need to get rid of these things. I need to rearrange things. I need to refocus my walk and my life and make sure that one, I am, you know, I am walking with Jesus, but at the same time that I'm also focusing on that first ministry he's given me as far as my family, but then also whatever else he's given me responsibility over, whether it be my work, you know, I have to work, I have to make a living for, for my family, for myself. I have to, you know, so I have responsibilities there. There's, you know, other opportunities in life, whether you have family to, to, to nurture and then, you know, you have service and as, uh, as far as church related things. So it's just, you know, we, we can be caught, you know, fixated on what the world wants to tell us to be lost in. And then we get caught up in our emotion and the despair, et cetera. Or be about his business, and then when those things happen, then you look up because now we're saved. And you know what? What better news is is that than then is there? Yeah, I can't even speak. But what better <laughs> news is there than that? <laughs> now I can speak. Huh? Amen. Yeah, and and he's coming. He's coming soon. But you know, when you work and you're doing something, time flies. Oh yeah. When you're standing there trying to, you know. Oh yeah kill time oh, like it just it it, it goes really slow Creeps, yeah yeah if, if 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 you read on the next the next section um in, in luke 21 you know jesus is saying in verse 36 he says watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the son of man so really he's telling you not to be not to be distracted um, if we had more time, I'd go through 34, but I, if I started at 34, I'd probably be talking for like 20 minutes. <laughs>
which isn't a bad thing, but I guess we don't really have time for that. Yeah, we don't. We don't have time. But <laughs> the 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 point I think we both a, a agreed on here is that you know Jesus is coming. How will we be found when he comes? And are we standing and just watching in awe of all the things that are taking place in on earth here? Are we are we caught up in 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 you know air quotes here wasting our time, or are we found faithful in serving him? Um, until he comes, so then it'll be quickly, right? Yeah. And um, you know, for homework, Second Peter three, um, three through ten um, talks. Peter mentions that the end days, the scoffers will will say what happened to that promise, what happened to Jesus coming back, and I feel like I've I've heard that recently. I've heard people mock that. Um, so you know, the, those times are here. The, the the scoffing times, the times of people. Uh, that it, it we're warned about here and throughout the Bible, but you know specifically even in Second Peter three, and then it and and it goes on to say they deliberately forget that God has made the heavens, you know. So there's like things like that where you know we see the the, the attack on the Big Bang and all that kind of stuff. So they forgot that God made the heavens. Like that's all stuff that's happening now. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> it didn't just blow up. We didn't. Okay. Pew. This wasn't an accident. Cancel. <laughs> we just got canceled but this wasn't an accident no okay not at all interesting yeah this is all designed it's all crazy, of it right uh, but including this podcast but yes most definitely this podcast <laughs> but i wanted to end on um the verses nine and ten of chapter three second peter it says the lord isn't really being slow about his promise as some people think no he is being patient for your sake he does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. But the day of the Lord will come as an unexpectedly as a thief. Then the heavens will pass away with a terrible noise, and the very elements themselves will disappear in fire, and the earth and everything on it will be found to deserve judgment. So, you know, he's not being sl slack. He's not being slow about his promise. So those scoffers can say what they want. He's coming. It's a matter of when he, when it, you know, matter of his time, but it's even says in verse 10 that he's going to come like a unexpectedly as like a thief in the night. So be ready, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Amen. I was going to say that. Did you? Yeah. yeah he stole it. <laughs> Boo. Right. Is this when your huh? mind blew up? I was like, oh, let me get that. <laughs> Look at all this trash. Yeah, like, let me, oh, that one's good. Let me take that one. I'm going to use that. <laughs> Throw everything else away. Was, he needs that for work. Let me I'll just right, get that back that in work. What is that? Trash. <laughs> Not trash. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right. So we should pray? Yeah. All right, let's pray. <laughs> Dear Jesus, thank you for today. Thank you for blessing us and watching over us. We just pray for uh, this day, Lord. We just thank you uh, for giving it to us. We thank you for giving us breath. We thank you for giving us a purpose. I pray for um, us and our families that you can um, just encourage us, but also enlighten and, and, and lead us uh, to that purpose, Lord. We pray to be faithful and obedient to whatever you've called us to to do, whether it be in home or out of home. I pray for those uh, listening, Lord, as uh, you call uh, them to service and, and to be about your business, Lord. I pray that you make it clear uh, to what they should be doing and that they don't focus on uh, what someone else may be doing or focus on uh, what the world's saying to do or whatever it may be, Lord. I pray that we do uh, focus on you and that we uh, share that, uh, that hope and and the good news uh, with everyone we come in, in into contact with, whether it be in word or, or our action. We thank you for saving us. We thank you for loving us. And we thank you for uh, all that you do. We love you, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Amen. Don't forget, Jesus loves you, and so do we.